Today's episode of Bachelor Party on the Ringer Podcast Network is brought to you by World Central Kitchen. Their relief team is working across America to safely distribute individually packaged fresh meals in communities that need support. And they're now serving tens of thousands of meals daily in some of our biggest cities like New York and L.A. And they're launching initiatives across America to deliver fresh hot meals to hospitals and clinics fighting on the front lines while keeping local restaurants in business as well. You can directly help the heroes in hospitals and clinics who are fighting for us, and you can help keep your local restaurants alive. Go to theringer.com slash WCK to donate. We're trying to raise $250,000, and if you have the means, it's an unbelievably great and useful cause that helps our hospital heroes, emergency workers, and local restaurants. Please give whatever you can. The money goes directly to the World Central Kitchen, and it's a charitable donation. Once again, that's theringer.com slash WCK. Welcome to The Right Reasons. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm David Jacoby. Hey, Jacoby. What's up, buddy? Oh, nothing. I just want to let everyone behind the curtain, and we record these at night after the challenge airs. Juliette Littman is drinking a cup of coffee past 10 o'clock. 10.22 p.m. in her bed. Like, this is just, this is just, this is weird behavior. It's very, it's very disconcerting. It's like setting me, I feel uncomfortable. I'm worried. I'm worried. Well, quarantine, baby. Anything can happen. Good. You know, Good. either you've fully cracked by now or you're super settled in and I'm settled in and I'm just like, cool, I'm going to do my podcast sitting on my bed. Oh, see, you mean from the quarantine? Because I feel like, you know, they keep talking about like the second wave coming and hitting us. And I feel like mm-hmm. I'm having my second wave of anxiety and, and depression and just like unhappiness, you know, because oh, I got over it at first. Like I was, I was kind of like, it was like my first like five, six days. I was like, this is so weird. It's so jarring. Like, wait, I can't go to a restaurant. Like, what? How do I get food? It's like, ah, oh, this is so weird. Oh my God, it can't be forever. What? What's going to happen? They're going to close the city. They're going to shut down the bridges. Like, it was just like, is the National Guard going to come? And then that was really freaky. And then you settle into a vibe. You're like, oh, okay, we can, this is scalable. You can do this. We've got a routine. Everything's good. And now I'm back to like, I got to get out of here. You know, <laughs> like, I'm not back to like, I got to go. I don't know where you know? I got to go. I'm hitting the parks hard. I just go to a lot of different parks and it's working oh, yeah. for me. Today was raining, but I had a bunch of phone calls. So I, I went for a walk in the park while I did my calls and it was really nice. I have a giant hood on my jacket. It was great. I don't know. That's great. I think I'm, I like a nice I think rainy I'm thriving. Walk. Yeah, I've, I've been doing parks very hard. But one of the things we do is we drive to New Jersey because we're in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. We get in the car, drive to New Jersey and then go for like a hike in the woods. The kids hate it, but they, they hate the concept of it. They like it when they get there. But what happened sure. is last time we drove out there, literally 54 minutes, drove there. And uh, get there, park's closed. So then we just go to a McDonald's drive-thru and park in the parking lot. And they play a game called car, which is I leave the car and talk to my friends on the phone while they just like play in there. (laughs) Well, I didn't get a phone call, Jacoby. So. No, you didn't get a phone call. Didn't get a phone call. We have this. We have this every week. It's true. We have this time to catch up. Yeah, I think I'm thriving. I think I'm doing well. I've also been having a lot of pizza. Like, I don't really eat pizza regularly, but I've been having a lot of pizza. In fact, oh. my I went with my family to Reese Park or to Fort Tilden, which is right next to Reese Park in Brooklyn yep. on Saturday. And then for lunch, we picked up pizza and then brought it to Marine Park, which is in the Marine Park area of Brooklyn, and just like ate pizza in the park. And it was like a really nice, Sounds normal lovely. day. And then we had extra Sounds pizza lovely. and I brought it home and I've been reheating it in the, in the oven. So like this pizza is just going a really long way. It's just been great. Yeah, it's great. Shout out to pizza. <laughs> Shout out to pizza. We, let's talk, we let's talk about Vanderpump Rules. Challenge of Vanderpump. 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 Start Vanderpump. Vanderpump's great. Dare I say best episode of the season? Oh. 
You know what? I love them all so much that I don't power rank them. I don't power rank everything in my life. I know that's odd for someone like you to consider, but I would say that this, we had a slow start to the season and lately it's really picked up. I enjoyed this episode thoroughly. Me and my wife laughed out loud a few times, a few times, the hardest time. And I don't care what, I don't know what plan you had for discussing this episode, but I'm just going to start with <laughs> Brett in a music video in Palm Springs, slow-mo camera, like 90 <laughs> frames a second of him jiggling Sheena's ass, but not doing it sexually or like even sexy, like laughing at it while he's doing it. And it was just, it was such a great shot. The editors kept it on the screen for like just long enough. It was, oh, I loved it so much. This, I loved it so much. We've talked about it before. The editing in this show is so good. And mm. the way they kept cutting in Brett's face from the music video throughout the episode was really, oh, really yeah. funny. Um, really I have good. to say, I've never hated Brett more as a result of this episode. What? What about I the just, hair? I like the locks. Oh, I mean, I my God. Brett's the hair. Hateable. I don't even think. I think Brett's like a puppy. Like, you can't hate him. It's just like he's just Brett. Like, I, I hate. Like, I, think, I, I don't think he's, he's. You know what? Here's an actual compliment that doesn't sound like it, Juliet. It's like, I, I don't feel like Brett is like even deserved of your hate. Like, it's not even worth getting upset at Brett. Like, he's so far, like, not at your level of just like mental abilities. That it's not fair for you to even like feel a certain way towards him. Here's my problem with Brett. He uses Sheena as like currency in the group. Like he uses her as a talking point. It's like he's he's mm. permanently doing a podcast. He's like, here's my podcast. My podcast is making fun of Sheena and I perform it every minute, every, every day with my friends. And yes. He loves like nothing more than having experience with Sheena than he can then talk about negatively yes. to someone who is not Sheena. Like yes. he's like taking notes for his next podcast while he's in the bed. And it's like one thing to be Sheena and to like live your life to be on Vanderpump Rules. It's like, that's like, you know, she, she earned it. She's been doing it a long time. But Brett is new. And I just feel like without Sheena, Brett does not have a lot to offer. No. Handsome. You know, I don't like the hair switch up. I'll tell you that much. But and that's the, the other thing. I just feel like he's he's all bits. I'm just like, did you do the hair for the attention or because like you ran out of product? Like, why did he do that <laughs> this week? Why? I don't know why he did. He doesn't look better. I'll tell you that much. But he's <laughs> this music video thing is like, I, you know, I, how do I say this? There's a camera there. There's two sets of cameras there. Okay, there's two sets of cameras there. You were not taken advantage of. You might have felt slightly uncomfortable, but at some point you do have to speak up for yourself, right? And it's just like at the end of the day. You were dry humping her, like really dry humping her, like exact overacting dry humping. You know what I mean? Like you yes. did that. That's the part they're going to use. So Joey and I watched the actual, um, I won't even call it a video. I'll call it a film. We watched the short film one more time. <laughs> um, have you seen this, uh, this work of art? I haven't. How was it? Well, it was short. It's two minutes and 35 seconds, which is the perfect length for a song. It's also like, okay, say, I'll watch this whole song thing. Light. Great song. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go. If it was four minutes, it's like, there's no chance I get through the third minute of this. But 235, I was like, all right, I'll stay for this. And one thing that we both remarked upon is none of the real sexy stuff like actually made the cut. You know what I mean? Like oh, there's really? a couple shots of Brett in there, but there's other setups and stuff. And also it's like, why is this in Palm Springs? Because they're just in a bed and the other shots are like a studio and a street scene. And it's just like, there's no reason for this to be Palm Springs. And then when she says that she has to do another shoot, and if you watch the video, it's like, uh, there's no story. But at the end, it's Brett the entire time. And then it turns into another dude with a mustache, like not as handsome. And you're just like, oh, that was the reshoot they needed to do. Like they needed to do like two pickup scenes. So it's two minutes and 15 seconds of Brett. 
And then like the last 20 seconds are like some other dude that comes out of nowhere. You're like, what? So here's my hypothesis. My hypothesis okay. is Sheena has been on two trips to Palm Springs this season that didn't make it mm-hmm. to air. She went with Max and she went with Brett. I think that like they have her go because it's a place where they can film. Like they have her go like for Vanderpump yeah. Rules. And yeah. but like, why doesn't it make it to air? I mean, I hate Palm Springs. Like I get it. Like it's super boring. Probably is boring footage. But most people love Palm Springs. I love Palm Springs. I'm not going to get in this argument because what you're doing is something that um, happens very often with my wife is you're bicker baiting. You're trying to bait me into bickering with you about Palm Springs. And I'm just going to go, I'm going to ride right past that. I'm just going to go right past that and move on to the next thing. <laughs> Fine. That Great, of course, fine. of course it didn't make it because it's not interesting. The song is terrible. The music video is boring. And like Brett is, I'm sure Brett didn't have anything to say. They're not hooking up. So what do they do? They like go to dinner and have a chat about like them or like I mean, their lives. Like I wouldn't put that in the show, especially with everything else that was going on in this episode. Brett had the had the quote of the night, which was the way that he said this. I can't really emulate, but he was so genuine in saying. Oh, I I'll, I know exactly what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I know exactly what you're going to say. And, and I'm going to curse. It feels awkward cursing the microphone. I'm going to do it. He's like, he's like, yeah. And, and she offered me a blowjob. And they're like, what? Really? He's like, yeah. She offered me a blowjob, and I turned it down, which was really hard because I fucking love blowjobs. <laughs> But like I believed him when he said it. Like Me too. everybody loves blowjobs. Like this, like literally, it's got approval rate is like ninety nine point nine 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 percent. Everyone loves them, right? Okay, like like this is not this is not a hot take from Brett here. He's not going out on a limb saying he loves blowjobs. But like the look on his face and the way that he said it, like I feel like he really appreciates a blowjob like more yes. than everyone else. Me too. Like it's like his preferred thing to do in life. Like there's nothing above it. Yes. He just really he fucking loves blowjobs, yes. and he, he was does. so earnest in the way he said it. It was absolutely he really hilarious. Was. He, he convinced <laughs> me that he loves blowjobs more than I love blowjobs. He convinced me that he loves blowjobs more than anyone I know loves blowjobs. And you yeah. know, it's, it's actually a really endearing thing. It's just like, I, I agree. think he should like lean into that instead of doing bits with his hair and like hooking up with different girls. I think he should just be like, I'm the guy that loves blowjobs, any type of blowjob at any cost. Let's, let's go. That's my brand. Yeah, that's who he is. That's what that's what he's looking for. I, that's his it new was podcast. Just, After he's going to listen to this podcast and have a new podcast about receiving blowjobs. I love bo- I love blowjobs <laughs> with Brett. Yeah, no, we can do we can do better. There's some sort of like head pun, like thinking ahead, blo- thinking ahead, or something like that. You know what I mean? It's just like it's just like this week. My guest is a multiple blowjob receiver, and uh, he's written a, bl- a book about blowjobs. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, now it's Steve. Steve. <laughs> It was really good. He said that at the um, beach party slash cleanup, which was just like, this is so stupid. Like, just have a beach day. You don't need to pretend you're there to clean up. And like, why did Max have to give a speech, like a pep talk? Like, what was that? It was kind of like when Johnny Bananas gives a toast on the challenge, except with no purpose and not good. Johnny is really good at giving those toasts. (laughs) Yeah, they, well, they always like to assign events to people. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like nothing in normal friend circles, things like that happen organically. Like someone has an idea. There's two of us like, Hey, like, you know, Julia and I are going to the beach on Saturday to clean some stuff up. What do you want to come? It's not like, it's not like one person sends out an evite. Like it's like a, like an actual party. And they assign this to Max. And this is how Max uh, shows his leadership. And like, he's a manager of restaurants. Sometimes I look at Max. I'm like, you like employees that call you and tell you they're like late. Like, do you actually like have to like do real things? Or are you just strictly here for this show? Cause he's pretty much, not exactly the most impressive manager I've ever seen. Also, we've heard a lot about Max hooking up with a lot of girls. But like, who are these girls? I'd like to know. I haven't seen it. 
Have yeah, seen it. I'm just like, are there receipts on this or like pics or it didn't happen? Like who are who are the women that are hanging around Max? <laughs> Good point. I mean, we the one we had is fake Sheena, but like I forgot yeah. her name, Kate Kirk. Baby Kara. Sheena. Yeah, baby Sheena, whatever. Yeah, but that but that that yeah, might have been for the cameras. Yeah, I yeah. completely agree. So I'm just like, who are these women? But anyway, um, Max hosted the beach party. Everyone went except for Jax. And now it is time to talk about Jax's epic performance and why is this was the best episode Jack? of the season. It's time, man. I mean, what else is there to say? I mean, like, here's some other things that I wrote down in my notes. Brittany's okay. car is ridiculous. They went to the dog park. And my favorite thing that happened with Jax, actually not favorite, but it all started off great when Jax and Sandoval went to the sneaker cleaning store mm. and the, wipe the, the hype, kid wipe the hype. wipe the hype. The kid at the store delivered a really important message. Something I completely agree with. I don't give a shit if you have off white sneakers. Cool. Cut off that fucking red tag, take tag. dude. Take yeah. the tag off. Take the I, tag I, off. I'm, I don't, I don't understand off white sneakers, off white Nikes whatsoever. I'm very passionate about sneakers. This is like a thing of mine. But like writing like this is where my toe is in the front and like heel in the back is not like like what do you like what what is this? Like it's almost like it's my like son trick. stole like a my son stole like one of those label makers and just like did it to my shoes. You know what I mean? It's just, like that's what it looks like. It's like it's like butt fart on like the laces and you're just like what is what Quincy, what are you what are you doing? You know, yeah. that's what happened. That's my quick aside on that. But I, I did hear about the, this um, service, this sneaker cleaning service. And I honestly think it's a brilliant idea because I stop wearing sneakers when they get dirty. And all I have to do is pay $20 to have them clean. So much more, um, so it's more just sort of efficient to have them clean. Yeah, sure. Save some dollars. But this isn't when Jax, but Jax was just warming up, though. Just warming up, man. I mean, what was my, my actual favorite scene was when he was talking to Sheena at Sir and he was just ripping shots while on the job. And oh, yeah. he was like yelling at her and she was laughing. She was like, what's wrong with you, man? And well, yeah, he was yelling at her. And like, he also had a vein on his neck that like formed a face and started yelling at her too. It was just like very veiny going on. We, with, we uh, with saw Jax that evening. He was pulling tequila shots. Certainly. Uh, I, th- I got the impression in that moment, perhaps there were some other substances in the mix as well. And what? that, that really set the tone for the, what, episode. like, uh, like lime juice. Well, at the end, he says he does a lot of Adderall to um, no, maintain. No, you're, no, don't don't misquote. Listen, we're journalists. Don't misquote Jax. He said that he smokes tons of weed and then he gained 20 pounds. So then he has to lose the weight. So he takes a ton of Adderall. He yes, has high highs and low lows. High highs and low lows. So we know there's at least some Adderall in the mix. And who knows what else? I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not privy to what Jax is putting into his body. No, me neither. He seemed um, excited. He seemed excited. Yeah. And communicative. And, communicative and excited. And like he might have been using the shots to kind of like take the edge off of whatever he was feeling. And it was really aggressive. And this, he was just so aggressive this whole episode. It was like, it was insane. It was like peak Jax. And Brittany being like, I don't want you to go back to your old ways is like so coded for so many things. Like Brittany, like, are you referring yes. to his partying? Are you referring to him cheating on partying. you? It's you partying. It's partying. Yeah. It's, it's partying. partying. I mean, that's what you could well, tell. Cheating, that he, she didn't want to say it on camera. Away. He had already brought up Adderall. Like, I don't think it's a secret that, like, maybe in Jax's history, he has done a narcotic that goes by cocaine. Maybe he has. All right. Maybe. And maybe that might be what she was referring to. Who knows? But he was very excited. He was very focused and very communicative this episode. The text, it was like, it was almost like Jax knew that everyone from this television show was sitting on a beach and it was going to make the air. And yeah. he just like looked in the mirror, 
that was on his coffee table. I'm sorry. Looked in the mirror in the bathroom and then <laughs> just said to himself, how can I be part of this scene? Yeah. You know? And then he just yes. starts texting Without everybody Without driving that's there. four hours. And yeah, exactly. He's, he's like, I'm not going to drive four hours, but I am going to make sure that this scene without me is about me. And there's something, there's something like in terms of like reality television, like that, that is currency in reality television. It's just minutes yeah. on screen and he made it about him. Absolutely. First, first of all, he's right. On a typical Saturday in the summer in LA from Valley Village to the PCH, um, definitely would take a really long time. So I don't blame him, you know, then parking would have been hard, would have been hot. It would, that's like a three, I'm not going to say four hours, but I think you can get close to three. I agree, Jax. And then Sandoval and, and Max are so psyched out by Jax's text. Like they're just like very attentive to what Jax is putting out there. So I'm going to put it on them yes. for making this all about Jax. Max, once again, yeah. where's your leadership? Yeah. Do you do who had like the real, approach to this and was who's just like the, the wise veteran schwartz schwartz is just like oh yeah, 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 yeah he does that all the time you know what i do i just delete it and i don't think about it and then i wake up and it's not a thing because clearly it's just a cycle for him like we saw yeah. the the apology later on in the episode so if you go with the schwartzian approach like this too shall pass yes like there's a pandemic like killing people all over the world and in my family but you know what 2023-24, this will just be like a, something that happened in the past. And that is how Schwartz looks at, on a much smaller scale, the rage text from Jax, which I absolutely love that from him. Me too. I do something similar when I like don't really want to hear from someone or I'm like nervous to get the, a text back. I mute the conversation so I don't get any alerts. It's kind of, And I'm just like, whatever. When, next time I look at my phone, I'm obviously going to look. I don't need to get a push notification about this. Oh, I like that. You yeah. know, it's, you know what's happening, so you just won't get it immediately. So you'll you'll check yeah, every ten minutes. One of these ten minutes, it'll be there. Yeah, I don't need the, that light popping up with this message. I'm like nervous about. You know, I'll I'll check on my yeah. own time. Back off, phone. I like that. Back I off, like Jax. That. Thank you. Pause move. Thank Pause you. Move. <laughs> I appreciate I like that a lot. it. Um, Jax has continued to cause trouble at Kristen's T-shirt event, which is at a what was that like a kind of like clubby bar called Good Times at Davy Wayne's. Very close to the Ringer office. I've never been. Oh, really? I'm just yeah. It's but I know it's like a cool place that young people like to go. And it had two Kristen, very distinct like areas. Like it was outside. Like it was like a flea market. I was like, oh look at there, like some sort of like like a what's it called Larchmont like flea market vibey place. Sure. And then all of a sudden they were like in a dark nightclub. And I was like, whoa, this is a this is a bit of a switch. Like hard for the cameraman. So, you know. I I believe that like it's like '80s themed and like you the doors like a refrigerator and it's like you like step through a refrigerator and you end up in the eighties, like something like that. And so it's like a, it has like a weird vibe inside. And then I guess like a back patio or whatever. Classic LA, you know, whatever. Anyway, Kristen's selling her shirts, James may. And she's like, I'm an entrepreneur and I can never stop working. (laughs) Okay. Kristen. And then Jax reveals that Kristen has a sex tape and she blatantly lies about it and it, it cops to the camera that she's lying I've, about it. Yeah. Can I get a 20 second time out on this? Cause I literally sure. watched this this evening and I consider myself to be like a smart person, right? When you can, yeah. when you categorize me as a smart person, smart, like, yes, smarter than average, like I, yes. I'm not like Malcolm above Gladwell average. Here, but like, you know, yeah, above average. And I'm, I don't understand the chronology of this. Right. So it's like, she says that it's some, that there's a sex tape four years ago. Jax mm-hmm. thinks it's two weeks ago. Carter has seen it, but like she had sex with Carter that day. 
right? She's so, yeah, she's and, just hooking and up I with don't understand people. that the reality is that, that she has a brand new sex tape while she's not quote unquote not with Carter, even though still sleeping with Carter, that then Carter found out about, but Carter doesn't care and has sex with her afterwards anyway. Is that what happened? Yes, I believe so. But okay. why did she lie to Jax if Carter allegedly has all the info? She would lie to Jax because in that moment, she wants to be present herself as someone that did nothing wrong. Right. Because if it was three or four weeks ago and she is still with Carter Jax, first of all, Jax, like his whole like, like, uh, like ethos and, and like drive for this whole thing was like trying to protect Carter, I guess. Like, what was he upset about? Explain that. Like, what are you mad at? Who, like, who, who was wronged here, Jax? Who was wrong? I don't know. He was just raging. He was raging against the machine. Who was and the machine wrong? was Kristen. I think he was trying like, to say, was, Kristen what did Kristen was- do? She made a sex tape with a random guy, but like Jax, how many sex tapes do you have? Probably thousands with like ra- plenty yeah. of randos. Like I, yeah. I don't. I mean, it's just like Jax, I don't understand. What are you I think that doing? he was trying to defend Carter. He was he was kind of trying to be like you're a bad non girlfriend to this guy that we all don't like that I spend all my time complaining about. I didn't understand like what he was doing. I think he was trying to be like you did Carter wrong. It's like Jax, why do you care if she? I did thought he Carter also wrong? was just like trying to embarrass Kristen. Like the thing right now is to embarrass Kristen. Like she's on the outs. So he just like yeah. jumped on board. Just, he's such a, he's such a loser. He's just like this, like out of control dude. I do who's love just like him piling though. on. I don't like you calling him a loser because I love him so much. Like if you I mean, saw Jax in the wild, you would be happy and you'd give him a hug. I'd be excited. Like, he yeah, I'd be excited. is a character. Like he's like, like I'd like the thing is like, I don't want to call him a loser because I like him so much. You know what he I mean? Also, like he's not. He completely owns up to all of his bullshit, which I really appreciate. Like he, at the end, he yes. was like, yeah, I like, I'm not, I am not in a good place. And I've had all this stuff going on and I, I gained 20 pounds from getting high and now I have to get high in a different way to lose 20 pounds. Like he just, he cops to it. So there's also like obviously something very charming about him that he's managed to ha- keep all these people around him and has the power of over course. them that he does. Yeah. yeah. And also like, I, I think mean, Jax is, is there's like, there's a trick to being a bartender where it's like you can do long conversations you can do short conversations i think he's really good at like the bartender small talk being sort of famous having girls in of all ages come in to swoon at him like i'm sure he's really good at that over the bar performance you know yeah. what i mean yes definitely and he's probably fun if you're like on the same level yes. he's probably like a fun time um yes. not maybe not a, an ideal spouse maybe not ideal for a spouse because Brittany <laughs> no. at the end was just like it was just like buying. It was just like was renting sad. a place and finding out you have roaches. It was just like, oh god, like signing a lease and like day three, there's roaches everywhere. It's just like she's like, I just don't want. I thought I married like the good jacks. You know what I mean? Like I, I, know, I, didn't, like, I didn't know that this was going to happen it. so quickly. Yeah. Oh um, god, I feel so bad for Brittany. One thing I skip, but we need to discuss Ariana and Tom's dinner party with the um, rented table and chairs, and how they still don't have any furniture. <laughs> there's the cardboard boxes around the house. I don't understand what's going on. I just, I really don't get it. Is it, I, it must be like a bit for the show, right? No, I, I think that she, I think that she's like in a rut and I think that he is like not really an adult. Like he's like focusing on costumes, not on furniture. Uh, that's, well, that's, that's thing. my is, take is, on is it. Tom Sandoval. Oh no. So here we go. Let me go this way with it. The same guy that sees Jax's sneaker bag and is like, oh my God, that's such a Sandoval thing to have because I love to have like, gadgets and items for everything of my life like you know what there's one thing about being jealous of a sneaker bag but how about a fucking chair dude a yeah. chair like just that's one. not that's not 
that's not like like a, some sort of like accoutrement special purchase that's different than other people. Like it's a chair. Get I a know. Chair. It, it's it's bizarre. Couch. Also, like they live in the valley. There's so much furniture stores around there. There's like so nothing, many. You can leave the house retail. and come back three hours later with like enough for three rooms. Yes, one hundred percent. It's like not that difficult. I mean, it was and just also fun. super bizarre. Also, it's like Ariana, if you're trying to channel your energy somewhere else, like how about focusing on making your home a sanctuary somewhere that you feel great? I don't think that's going to happen yeah, with boxes it's everywhere. Point. It's a great point. We are we are not mental health professionals, but it does seem no. like living in a brand new apartment with no furniture is is not the antidote to depression. No, you know? I but I the agree. food looks seasoned. The food did look seasoned. She seemed like a good. good cook. And it was a she, nice spread. I liked pretty it. Good. I did like I that. It. It's also a lot of people to cook for. It's one thing if you have like another couple coming yeah. over. So it's like four of you guys. It's kind of like the recipe kind of like is built for that and pans and pots and ovens are kind of built for that. But like one regular kitchen is not really built for cooking for like 10. Yeah. What she was doing you know, with a fucking a ton of, of work. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It's one of those dinners you start cooking at like 11 a.m. You're just like, oh God, I know we're going to eat this at seven, but like I just have to like do all this stuff. It's too much work. I'm all about catering. I'm all about uh, ordering in. I'm not mm-hmm. a good cook. So like, let's just provide people with a delicious meal. And also cooking for a lot of people is really expensive. You might as well get it catered. That's my advice. But Ariana, say, great job by you. Say, like the low key thing is like the money difference is not that much. Like, yes, you're no. going to pay an extra. Like we did, I think Thanksgiving Eve, we had catered. Oh no, our holiday party. We had a holiday party this year. It was great. Packed. So many people. And, uh, I think the catering was like $400 and we like paid an extra hundred. So it was like 500 total, but there's like 60, 70 people there. Like think about the stress and the money of feeding all those people. Yeah. It's, it's way Absolutely. more than um, You know, and I do my Passover. Like if I try to cook for everyone, it's like a few hundred dollars, definitely approaching a thousand. If Easily. I do, yeah, but like table and chair rental, if you cater, it's like a few hundred. It's like you can save money yeah. on catering at a certain at a certain point and it's way easier. I don't know. Yes. I'm all about catering, but Ariana, great job by you. Um, Jacobs, I think we have like two or three episodes last this season. What could possibly happen in the rest of the season? Like, do, like I don't. Jackson Brittany's wedding feels like it was so long ago. I'm just like, how do they even fill up 24 episodes? Oh, I'll tell you, easy, easy, easy peasy lemon squeezy, as my son likes to say. Number one, I th- I want to. I mean, I don't want this to happen, but a Jack's cheating rumor or mm. Jack's sort of unravel. Jack's is like, whether he does it or not, he's self-destructive and he does it sort of because he knows it gets him on screen. I feel like, I don't know if that's conscious or subconscious, but I think that like when he cheats on his girlfriend or gets in a fight with these other people, like he's definitely just doing it to be on the show more and to be more Jackson. And I feel like there's gonna, that's going to manifest itself in a bad way as a married man. Number, number two, James off the wagon. That ain't sticking. Mm. You know what I mean? That mm. one's just not sticking. And the, the montage of him asking for his job back was like adorable. One of my colleagues was re-watching Vanderpump from episode one, season one. Oh, she like, nice. She was, like, she was like, James just lost his job and is trying to get it back. And it was like, I was just like, ah, I was like, you can be watching one of four seasons right now, you know? And like, I think that he falls off the wagon. What else do we get? I think Tom and Ariana are going to whether they, again, subconscious or consciously look around at everything that's happening around them. And I would say that they break up next season would be my prediction. Oh, interesting. Well, next season's going to be so screwy because they they usually start filming in, in June and here we are in May and we're all still in quarantine and like Vanderpump rules, even if you could do it with like a skeleton set, like I guess you could just do it in their houses. Like, I I don't know. I don't know. They're screwed. They're screwed big time. And I'm bummed about it because 
I'll miss it, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know. But all the couples seem to be going strong in quarantine. So that's nice. I'm happy for them. Oh, you've been checking in? What have you been? Yeah. What's been happening? I don't check uh, in really. Tom, Tom and Ariana got a dog. Stassi just moved mm-hmm. to a new new place. Lala and Rand were supposed to get married and they had to push it back. I mean, Stassi and Bo are supposed to get married in October in Italy. I don't see that happening. But That ain't happening. Who knows? Let's move on to uh, the challenge. Are you ready? Love to. First of all, after we spoke last week, you and I interviewed Johnny Bananas. And I just want to say... 2020 bananas has really mellowed and softened and he was like really lovely. It was sort of like the best essence of bananas is still very present, but like mm. he just was like, just like shot like a chiller dude. He's got a succulent garden in his backyard. He sent me pictures. Oh. It looks great. I really enjoyed it. I just was like, it was like checking in with an old friend. He was like, you and Bill and Jacoby stopped responding to me. I thought you were, you had dumped me. And I was like, he no, just man, said, he just said you and Bill. He just said you and Bill. He didn't no, say he didn't. Name. Yes, he did. Oh, I didn't. Well, he always wants to. He DM'd us and we didn't respond. Oh, yeah. I think sometimes you have to go one on one with those because if you if you reply to a group, you expect like everyone in the group is like, oh yeah, like Julia will get back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. It's like if you hit me one on one, I'll get back to you because I don't just. It's guilt. I'll feel guilty otherwise. I love bananas. Did so (laughs) me too. You've done Wes and bananas thus far, right? In one in the same week. What a week! And you've walked away from both of them feeling good about it. Now, my number one question is. How did you feel about the Wes and Bananas relationship? Because it's so really real. growing on me. It's really growing it's, on me. It's super real. Wes and Bananas genuinely love each other. Like they are important to each other. I and love it. I love it so much. It's it's sweet. Also, I noticed that Wes and Bananas have the same philosophy about their relationships. Like they both are very much like don't want it to be on TV. And so they like have all these talking points that are not related to the various women in their lives. And I was just like, oh, these guys have grown up. Like, oh, they get it. Like, they're like, they're well, I thought when, when Bananas was with Hannah Teeter, I want to say. The she was, he was, yeah. That he's was kind of Morgan. public facing. Yeah, I'm saying when he was younger, he used to do that. But now he's dating this woman, Morgan, who's been on TV. It's not like she's like a civilian, but like he just doesn't want to talk about it. Like they both are sort of like, they have, they, you know, they really see it like more as a job at this point, which they love, yeah. obviously. But like, it just, it just was crazy. It's like, I feel like I, I've, got to witness like this new phase of Johnny bananas. And it was, it was delightful. Yeah. I love bananas so much. I do I love him so much. He's such so, a great guy. So uh, for this week, we're going to play a little game called right or wrong. And we're going to go okay. over some, some decisions people made on the challenge this week and evaluate if they were right or wrong. And let's no start problem. with, let's start with Wes and Johnny. Were Wes and Johnny right or wrong in hanging the photos of Kayla and her boyfriend above her bed with bear. First of all, you know how I feel about Kayla. She's got a special place in my heart. She right? looked hot and this week. I'll not only it. that, I don't follow a lot of these uh, people that we talk about on this excellent uh, hit, super popular podcast, but I do follow <laughs> Kayla and following Kayla over the past few years is understanding who Mikey is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And seeing that relationship and like how close they are. And like, she's very much not like bananas and Wes, like, trying to keep her relationship a secret. Like I'd say like every other post this guy is in and like she jokes about him and celebrates him on the birthday. So like, I feel like somewhat invested in their relationship being successful and to have some dude like bear, who's such like a clown, but in a fun, nice way, like no shots at him. I mean, clowning like the nicest way, like an actual like net positive clown. Like I like him, but like to him, he's just a like, kind of like a, he's a yes. Yes. It's like a gesture. He's like a joke of a person, but like in a weird way, not, and I don't really know how to articulate it better than that. But 
to ruin their relationship with Mikey over those many years and to poke fun of it and to like to put them on the ceiling. It's like, oh, while she lies in bed at night, but we obviously know that it's like they want it to be like a mid coitus thing. I just felt that that was rude. You know, I, if yeah. it, it'd, be, it'd be one thing if they didn't include the pictures of him, if they just made a nice environment for them, be like, oh, you two are lovebirds, budding relationship, um, it forbidden fruit. Like, so we're going to leave you alone now. That would be fine. But the idea that it involved him, I felt uh, was wrong. To play Went too far. Went too far. Thanks for playing along. I appreciate mm-hmm. it. it just, I thought of it and I was like, this will be fun. We'll play a game. I, you know, I love, I love segments. <laughs> this is what I do. Um, I was just like, why do you have to bring Mikey into it? Poor Mikey. He's already, he's already mm. getting screwed. Here's the other thing. Similar to Max. They said the bear is the ultimate fuck boy. I'm just like, is he with whom? Just, well, just throwing I, it out there. That's it. I think that, I think that, I think that term gets thrown around a lot because it's popular now, but bear is the ultimate something. I'm just not sure what it is, but it's just like, he's just, it just feels not like a, bear not a relationship is, guy right now. Bear is just overcompensating for something. There's some like past trauma. You know what I mean? Like there's something where it's just like, like if someone, if someone was like, Oh, like when I was growing up, I was like super fat and got made fun of a lot. I'd like, Oh, I get it now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, I don't think he's like a fully balanced, um, well-rounded human being, Agreed. but I enjoy him, but I enjoy him. Great accent. Next, is Jenna right or wrong for staying on the challenge despite her fighting with Zach? This is nuanced, and I have a lot of feelings about this. I just want to say, so much time was dedicated to Jenna's relationship this week. We didn't even get an elimination. We had, like, all Jenna crying. And well, I was like, okay. We got Jay at the beginning, which was, like, that was a huge we'll whatever. Come back. We'll come back yeah. to that, yeah. Um, is, is Jenna... Right or wrong for staying. I here's what I think. I'm gonna say she's wrong for staying, but half-assing it. Mm. Because here's what happens: Nani okay, ends TJ. up, in the, Nani like ends up in the tribunal. Okay, Nani ends up in the tribunal, and then she brings in Jenna. Like it's not even a thing. She's already discussed it with Jordan. You can tell they didn't have to go talk about it, and they yeah. only bring in Jenna so Jenna can sacrifice herself and lose next week, and then go home. So she gets to go home without "quote unquote" quitting on her like challenge resume. And then she gets to go home to Zach as soon as possible. And then tells Zach that she set it up so she can get home as soon as possible. So she loses no points for not running home to Zach when Zach is mad at her. But this Zach Jana thing pissed me off this week. Whoa. She's wrong for staying, but half-assed it. Um, Just want to note Jenna and Zach engaged. They got engaged after this season of the challenge. They're still together, still quarantining, going strong. I loved when Zach took out his Invisalign. So real. I relate. Mm. I love Great the editor kept that in too. Could have easily not put that in the piece. Like could have easily cut that out. But it's like, he's like, I'm, it's, he's like, I need to really talk now. Invisalign coming out. It made him seem more sympathetic to me. Made him seem vulnerable. I, I don't know. Zach used to be such an asshole. He was so mean to Ashley. Apparently he just like ghosted John A when they were dating. Like he, yep. he doesn't have a good resume as a boyfriend, but he, to Jenna's point, really seemed like he was very upset and hurting. I kind of felt bad for him, even though he was being an asshole. Oh, I know. I see. I totally think that Zach was wrong in all of this. Number one, you're going through two year old Instagram DMs, not on your own account, right? He so must you're have hacking, had to scroll so far to get to hacking so into far. her account and finding Instagram DMs from when you weren't together. And guess what? When you weren't together, like you, it was probably a bad breakup where you might have said some things that you you regret now to her. And then that might have pushed her towards, I don't know, 
just testing the water, seeing somebody else. And that's going to happen when you break up with somebody. Like that's a yeah, natural no response. Pro- no I'm sure you did the exact same thing. And then you're going to find those and then you're going to manipulate her by ghosting her, but then telling her friend while you're ghosting her, like the mutual friend move, like he knows what he's doing at that point. And then manipulating oh, yeah. her and sort of like guilting her into coming home, guilting her into like, you're either going to leave the challenge right now and come home to me just so you can apologize. And I can be mad at you or I don't know if we're ready for this relationship. It was just, right. it was a, it was a, it was a, so he's wrong for all of that. I walked away from this episode being like, Zach, come on, dude, you know, the game, like, he, you know I know he, you, you do know the game. He's just trying to manipulate her from afar, essentially. But for some reason I still felt bad for him. I'm a sucker. I'm a Jenna. That's, I, you know, oh it, that's why Jenna's still with him. I, hate I don't it. know. I, I hate <laughs> it. And I also hate that she's going to, she's going to go to the tribunal next week. It's going to make me so mad when she goes home and she's going to act like she tried. It's just like, Jenna, we all know that you and Nani had a full-on 20-minute conversation about this and we know the plan. And I know that you're gone at, before the first commercial next week. I thought it was so weird that like, everyone just assumed that Jenna would do a bad job. So like, there must have been some conversation about her like wanting to go out that way because everyone's like, yeah, I just want to go against Jenna. It's an easy red skull. I was just like, Jenna's actually good at challenges when she tries. Kind of. I mean, she was no once Jenny. good. No, she's no she's Jenny. Jenny. No, yeah. she's not. Yeah. Isn't it amazing that Jenna has has come so far to become a challenge fixture when she wasn't even cast on the real world? She she was one of the exes that was brought in when they did that yeah. like six years ago. It's so yeah. crazy. Congrats to Jenna. She really the people that stick and don't stick. There's real. There's no real like rhyme or reason. Or yeah, yeah, you can't really like game it. Like Cara Maria, and it was never on the real world either. She was, she was fresh, just fresh meat. meat. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, it's just like, but she just stuck. And next thing you know, she's there for like a decade. It's just, you just you never really tell who's going to stick. It's not just like, oh, the biggest personality that talked the most is going to end up on the show. It's just not how it works. Yeah. Okay. Next. Was Bailey right or wrong for being mad at Jordan when they lost the elimination or they lost the challenge? Wrong. Jordan's like Kawhi Leonard. He does not know how to throw a challenge or not try his hardest. He it, would it's, never. It's, it's not what he was doing. Like this, it's just like Bailey. Why was she so mad too? Just so mad. It's like, girl, it's your Nelson fault. Too. Like, what's wrong with y'all? Y'all lost. I, I don't think I don't think Anissa would throw a challenge either. Why would a girl throw a challenge when it's a girl's week? It didn't make any sense. Nelson sucks. I can't stand him. Yeah. I mean, I thought both Nelson, I don't know if I don't think that Nelson was on the rundown for later on in this game, but I thought both Nelson and Bailey were completely wrong for getting that mad. It's one thing to get mad, but like to get that mad to be personally insulting people about this stuff and like, coming up with their character. It's like Jordan's sitting there being like. You could tell from his face that he, you know, I could just tell. It was like, Jordan was like, I he tried. He would never. Jordan yeah, like, would literally never. Yeah. He's like, I've got he also, one hand, dude. I've got one hand. Do you think I'm like throwing challenges? It's like, I'm, it's like have, you, have you seen me on this show? Like, have you seen me on the show? I'm not, I'm not the like, I don't the, like, do let that. me throw a challenge gamer guy. Like, that's not how no, this goes. Definitely not. Um, Jordan also, I loved when he was giving Jenna advice. He was so serious. He was like, take care of your business. And then go home and he'll understand. I just loved how his seriousness that they're very legit about this show to Jordan. I'm a big Jordan fan. I'm a Jordan fan. Jordan's a quarter. Terrible haircut. Terrible haircut. Terrible. Terrible haircut. haircut. You know what I think looks good this season is everyone's uniforms. I think the cold weather uniforms actually look good on everyone, including the compression tights on the dudes. And they're less, um, the Under Armour logos are a little less. Like they used to kind of like just punch you in the face with Under Armour and it was just kind of bothered me a little bit. But yeah, they're more subtle, more subtle branding this year. And all black is a great way to go. It's just, it's all working. I'm into it. Um, was Jay right or wrong with his strategy of trying to take a jump shot with the fireball? Right. 
Um, Jay, Jay was not okay after no. that first takedown. He and I think was that he lacking was like, some memories. He was concussed. You know what? I'm going to go super narcissistic for a second. Can Ooh, I do that? Yeah. Always. I feel like Bill and I's old challenge podcasting and identifying TJ's hatred of quitting. Mm-hmm. I honestly feel that like we invented that and it manifests itself as TJ like sort of fed into it and kept doing it more and more and more. And it's also, um, it shows itself in the cast not wanting to be seen as quitters. So Jay was like, had the wind knocked out of him, which I think you can sort of come back from that. And he's like, all right, let me throw this ball a couple times because I don't want to seem like I'm a quitter. And then let me just like ask the producer the rules to this a very basic game. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's so like, you're it's accusing like, him of faking. Yes, I'm being totally doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a good person. I'm not a good person. I have no evidence for this. I have no scientific evidence. I've literally just seen the cut. But I'm accusing Jay of just kind of like, you know what? I think he could have closed his mouth and finished that if he really wanted to. He's like, so wow. what are the rules? And she's like, oh, he tries to get the ball in there. He's like, no, like, what are the rules though? And it's just like, I think he kind of like, I, I think he kind of just like he. He he wanted to be like the medic didn't clear me, so he could say in the interview afterwards, "The only way I was leaving this is the medically didn't clear me." But I was like, "I think you could have like if you really didn't if you really didn't want to be medically cleared, you could pass the test that they were giving you because they already evaluated you and put you back in." Wow, I didn't see yeah. this coming. Yeah, I didn't see this coming. Here, here's the counterpoint. He knew he couldn't win, and so he decided to go for a strong legacy and he's working on his narrative. And so it wasn't just about like not wanting to disappoint TJ, but he's planning long-term. He's seeding a a story about him having to come back from this terrible, like, you know, medical situation so that next season when he returns, he like will have like a a great win or whatever. I think I'm, I'm bullish on Jay's future in this. uh, Oh, sure. Absolutely. Because, he won two eliminations. He beat CT and he already went through his season of like rookie hazing where they're like, you're going in every week. Yeah. Like he beat CT in a challenge. I know. In a challenge totally. that was basically about like strength. It was strength and mental abilities, but it's strength. That had a lot to do with it. And he took out CT. Like I'm, I'm really, really long on Jay's future with this franchise. But I'm I also agree. think that he totally kind of played up his concussion to get medically taken off the field before Rogan hurt him again because he got hurt. I could see a prospect woman down the line also like being really into Jay and him getting into a really big showmance. I, you can just I, see it I told you my when when she wasn't paying attention because she's not like really in on the challenge like she used to be, and she just like looked up from her computer screen and was like, ooh, cute. Which yeah. I think is like Joey's got Erica, high standards, not for husbands, had, but for like dudes on TV. She has high standards. Yeah. I I could I could definitely see it. I'm into it. You know, I Jay, we wish you the best and we look forward to seeing you in the future. Yeah, um, and I Jacoby. also want, I want a soft back. I just want to say that was the name a soft. That was the name a soft. Yeah, bananas reminded me that Tori and a soft had hooked up on Are You the One. I totally forgot about that. Is Tori from Are You the One, or did she go yeah. on Are You the One after the challenge? She's from Are You the One. Why do I feel like I've known Tori for ten years though? Mm, there were other Tories. I, just because she's such a challenge person, you're like, of yeah, course, she's on every season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um. Next. Were you, Jacoby, right or wrong in making fun of me for saying D was from Australia? Fuck you, Juliet. <laughs> I just—I actually, I have a counter counter argument to myself. I 
can't believe I just was, I was like, you're right. I'm wrong. How did I not like fight for myself on that more? <laughs> I'm just I like, just, I'm just like said, mad at myself. <laughs> listen, uh, it's when I'm wrong, I, I, I go hard. You know, like not only that, as I chastised you, it was, it, it's, yeah. it's not, it wasn't my best moment. It wasn't my best moment. I mean, it wasn't my best moment. Why did yeah, I, I fight back? You and I walked you off of it. I said it with such confidence. I walked you off it so quickly. It really says a lot of negative things about both of us. So I'd like to move on, but I also want to be like, right now, if I was like, Juliet, do an Irish accent, Juliet, do a Scottish accent, Juliet, do a British accent, Juliet, do a South African accent, <laughs> Juliet, do an Australian accent. Could you like even decipher day, between any of that? No, if, I couldn't. If I gave you five of those, if those were the five categories, we'll say Irish, English, Scottish, South African, and Australian. And I played you a clip of someone saying a sentence. You had to match that. Could you do it? I think I could name Scottish because of the Starks, like because of Rob Stark on Game of Thrones. Um, okay, first of and- all, first of all, first of all, that's Westeros. Okay. That's yeah, Westeros. but Rob. St- but I've always assumed that that um. The North was Scotland and wait, Rob Stark is Scottish. Wait, 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 I just want to stop for a second. You've always assumed that the North was Scotland. Winterfell, Scotland. Yeah. I, I don't think I made this up. I'm pretty sure I didn't make this up. Seriously. Oh, is this going to be like the de-Australian thing? Like next week? Yeah. Like, Can you believe that you didn't know that That's Winterfell not the was Scotland? Game. That's not the no, game. It's no. right or wrong. There's not, there's not a gigantic wall in Northern Scotland. Okay. I know, I've but been to Scotland. I've been to Scotland. No big Westeros wall. No big wall, is based, no magic. No. Westeros no. is based on Europe. I'm just going to say that. Westeros is based on Europe. Okay. Just take, just accept it. It is. So there you go. You know what? This is, this argument is so dumb. I'm just going to move on. I'm just like, you're right, Juliet. In the most condescending way, you're right. And yes, I was wrong about D. And I apologize, <laughs> not just to her, but to everyone in Australia. Everyone who's ever been to Australia, anyone who's ever seen Crocodile Dundee, one, two, was there a three? I'm not sure, but I apologize to all of those people. I apologize to, um, what's his name? Jim Irwin, the guy who got stung by his, uh, Steve Irwin. Yeah, yeah, Steve, Steve Irwin. He's dead. Apologize to him. Apologize He's to his dead. dope-ass daughter who's like carrying the legacy. I yeah, apologize. Bindi. I, I apologize to uh, Andrew Bogut. Um, and I apologize to <laughs> and Corey Don Williams. Yeah, I apologize to Dante Axum. I apologize to Kyrie Irving. <laughs> On this topic, one time I saw a Ben Simmons interview where he talked about how Brett Brown sounded like he was from Australia because Brett Brown like lived in Australia. And if you ever heard Brett Brown speak, he's, he, has, he sounds like he's faking a Boston accent. Yes, you have to say he's the most northeastern guy I've ever heard of. So yes, he's, we're he's all saying. having accent trouble with Australia. It's even Ben Simmons, who is Australian. It's yes, totally well, I fine. I apologize to Dee and everybody. I was wrong. And thank you for the uh, two dozen people that pointed out to me on Twitter. I now make the funniest jokes on these shows. I'll make a hilarious joke, a real nice turn of phrase. No one's ever going to tweet you and be like, no. you know what? That was funny when you did You're blank. so funny, Jacoby. Like, You're wrong. Oh, no, no, that, you didn't mean that. That hurt my feelings. I, like, now I'm going to be like, can we please edit that part out where I said I was funny? And then you said, You're so funny, Jacoby. You are funny. You make me laugh. Right you're you're, you're one right of my now. best friends. Man, we're coming up on 10 years of friendship. Never thought I would get you for this long. So it's pretty big. Yeah, but it's really dwindled the last couple, you know? Shut up. It's actually not true. I think we're having a great 2019-20. <laughs> Just cool it, man. <laughs> um, I need to move on from the game. Thank you for playing. I'm going to try to introduce oh, so more games fun. going forward. And I just want to talk about Josh. And I, one of my favorite things about Wes is how much he hates Josh. And I completely agree. Yes. Josh kicked the piece off. And oh, by the way, 
what an absolute L for everyone involved that they finally figured out a product integration for one of these uh, challenges. And it was the Fast and the Furious and the movie got pushed back because of quarantine. Never, yeah. never could have predicted <laughs> yeah, yeah. it. But Huge the Fast, Fast and the Furious 9 is supposed to be out like right now or Hobbs and Shaw, something like that. And one of those movies. And that's why they did this challenge. And it like, took, got totally messed up. And I, this is like the first time they've done like a product integration like that. And it's hilarious. And, they can't, like, and who would have ever thought, like, oh, we should probably shoot this twice just in case of a global pandemic and theaters closed down. Like, I would just be like, what are you talking about, dude? This is already a 10-hour shoot day. We're not doing it. We're not doing a second take without this integration just in case the world shuts down. No, sorry. Yeah. I got to go to bed. Anyway, the person who probably performed the worst is Josh. He kicked a piece off. No one else did that. Just him. Not even Anissa did that. Juliet, I have a confession about Josh, and it's not, it's, it, it's not, it doesn't make me look great. Okay. Josh, if you could transcribe the most intelligent thing that Malcolm Gladwell has ever said on his podcast, and then Josh did like the audiobook version of that, it would sound <laughs> stupid. So dumb. So dumb. And again, like I feel bad saying this. I only like to make fun of people for like decisions they make or things they can control. And I think there's a part of him that can control like the way he speaks. So I feel like I'm somewhat safe here. He just sounds dumb. I'm not saying he is dumb. I'm not, I don't know him that well. But what I do know is when he's on the screen and words are coming out of his mouth, it's, and it's not his fault, he sounds like an idiot. How yeah. bad of a person from one to 10 am I for saying that? Well, to me, he sounds like Damien from Mean Girl. So I, I'm right there with you. I don't think either of us are mean. It's just it's just a fact. Josh's voice undercuts any gravitas he might have or intelligence for that matter. Josh, yes. no, I, I cannot stand him. I just like, I really do not want him think that he show. would make a great wartime president. You know what no, I mean? Like, I'm gonna stick to sports, not. but like, I don't I don't, don't want to hear that voice explaining to me about very serious issues, you know, um, in impacting our world. Let's just say that. Josh, you're so out. Can't stand you. Um, Can we talk about Kayla and Barrymore? Because I have a lot. Sure. I have a lot on this. Yeah. What didn't we hit? <sighs> you know who I should date? So, huh? Kayla and Brett. When they're both back in LA, they should date. Oh, I could see that. And yeah. Kayla popped up on that Lindsay Lohan show too. So I'm sure that yeah. she's whatever reality show she can get on, she would take the advantage. Does she Absolutely. even live in LA? I thought she was Florida. I think she was living in LA. That's Florida. how she was that makes with sense. Sheena. She's probably from Florida. I think she is. I think she, some reason I associate her with Florida and I don't know what that says about her or Florida, but like, I just felt like, I felt like bear getting a cheeky kiss in the bathroom, right? That's what they did. I think if yeah. they hooked up beyond that, we would see it. Right. Mm, I'm not sure. It definitely seemed like they, it seemed like more, they might have been more than that. Yeah. Okay. Because that's a good point because they might've been successful in getting some non camera, uh, you know, going on. But what we've seen has been one little pop kiss in the bathroom that wasn't that much. And for Bear to go and do that thing that dudes do to like sit at the table of dudes and be like, it's like, you know, it'd be like, look what I, guys, you'll never believe this. I finally got Kayla. It's just like, it just made me feel like, just like embarrassed to be like a dude. You know what I mean? I was just like, what are you doing, yeah. Bear? Like, what are you doing? You've been He's working on this for two months. You're ruining it in two seconds just by, like, bragging about it. Like, are you hooking up with her because you like her? Are you hooking up with her so you could tell these bros that you hooked up with her and it felt like the latter? Yeah, and I also think that he, like, why would she want to continue hooking up with him if that's the way that he was handling it? Just, like, dude, act like you've been here before and also, like, respect her a little bit. Like, both. she knows, like, Mikey's mom. You know what I mean? Like, she's yeah. got Mikey's mom on the text. And she like hooked up with Bear in a bathroom for like 10 seconds. And now Mikey's mom hates her forever. It's just like, I feel I do bad think, for her. I do think they've hooked up more than that. There seemed to be the implication that they had already hooked up in that bed. 
Yeah, there there was something going on there. It just seemed like more important than like a one time kiss after a night out and drinking. You know yeah, what I mean? I, I think we. It I think like we there missed was something. more back. It seemed like the stakes were bigger than that because there are levels to this. And my wife doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can say it. Like there are levels to cheating. You know what sure, I mean? Sure. Like, yeah. There's like, yeah, we got drunk and like did a pop kiss and like. I felt bad about it the next day. And then there's like, oh yeah, like we've been texting every day for 10 years and like, I'm leaving you now. I have a full on like another life and relationship, like, and everything in between. And it felt like you don't end the Mikey relationship over a little kiss in the bathroom, but it seemed like more had happened between the two of them. She seemed genuinely distraught. Like, like she had like really fucked up. So I think it's more than that one kiss. Yeah. She looks great though. She really does. She's really pretty. Julia, really thank pretty. you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Juliet, for coming to my side on this one. I just think I like the more natural look. She wasn't wearing as much makeup this week. She was wearing a pretty straightforward yeah. outfit. I like the paired back Kayla. I like Kayla for who she is, yeah. much like she's got, she's got like nice broad shoulders. Yeah, you know what I mean? she's. She's, she's got really, really like a V. She's got kind of V torso. She's got really broad shoulders, which is like something that you don't really like. Sometimes you're like, you look at somebody you're like, I don't know what it is about them, but they look good. And a lot of times it's like posture and shoulders. That trio is very pretty. Jenna, Kayla, and Nani. I mean, you know, three knockouts, all yeah. very different, different yeah. looking. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. Good job, guys. You're all really did, pretty. There's no one. There's no other hookups on the horizon on this program. So I asked Johnny about this last week. I don't know why, but I call him Johnny, not bananas. Whatever. I asked Bananas about this, and he said that a lot of it is the weather. He's like, when it's not like a sexy climate, there's like not it. a lot of sex. And he like was like, it. no one really wanted to hook up. Like the bunker was like such like a bunker and like not conducive to like feeling hot and sexy. Yeah. And so there just wasn't a lot of it. And there's no like, yeah, a lot of times they have like big pools and like jungle areas no and hot, walks like, and no beaches. one's going in that like weird hot tub thing. Yeah. There's a lot of like making out in water. I think water leads bodies of water leads to making out. Agreed. Just on that out there. I yeah. think like people people get on planes and go to bodies of water be like, I'm gonna make out with somebody. Spring break, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Johnny really uh, you know, he's he's obviously the master. So he had a great point. What else would we expect from Johnny Bananas? Love Johnny Bananas so much. Me too. Be, you know what? When he got that show like after SNL, yes, on NBC. Like, first look. Like he hosts a three letter network show, dude. That's a big deal. I don't care that it's one in the what is it, one to one thirty in the morning. Good for you, man. Like you have SNL as a lead in. Like there's like a three letter network that you can literally get without a cable box. Like you can get it with just antennas. Like you could like get a TV out of the store, not plug it into the wall, and watch Johnny Bananas on it. Like that's an accomplishment. It's a big and deal. Everyone I- under twenty eight is like, what are you talking about, David Jacoby? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing about Johnny and Wes and Anissa. Anissa was on The Real World 2001. Wes was on The Real World in like 2005. And Johnny was on 2006. Like they made this a career. Like they are like living the dream of everyone who goes on The Bachelor right now who like just wants to like be famous for like being themselves. Yes. So like they did it. Like they they fucking figured it out. And like shout out to them. I, you know, I've come all the way around instead of like shaming these people or being like, God, you're just a reality TV person. I think it's really impressive. Like liter- I really do. It is. And like, Careers aren't like whatever your plan is for your career. It never works out that way. No, you know what never. I mean? And he's just like, he's made a full on career out of this. Out of being like a full on career. Yeah. And it used it's to be like, incredible. I'll get a grand to go to a nightclub. And now it's like, I'll get a hundred grand to like travel the world for free. And like you yeah. film it for NBC. And I just like talk to people from other countries and like be cute. Yeah. For him. Great for him. Jacoby. Great for us. Great podcast. Love chatting with you. 
Despite having my coffee, I'm ready for bed. So it's time to wrap this up. We'll be back next week. I hope. I hope you'll return, Jacoby. Great coming up on Vanderpump Rules. Great coming Uh, up on Vanderpump Rules and on the challenge they gave us like the this season on, which seemed like there was some good fighting going on. Not a lot of hooking up, as you mentioned, but like seemed like the the interpersonal drama got intense and Vanderpump Rules, like it's just been a great episode this week. They've been on a little bit of a run here and I'm happy about it. So am I. Thanks so can much I, for can listening. I have two minutes. No, no, I'm I'm a, I'm interjecting. Okay. I want two minutes of my other reality TV experiences. Sure. Number one, Housewives of New York has been absolutely mm-hmm. fantastic. I've I the, I'm no, mixed on. You're it. behind? No, I'm not behind. Oh. I said I'm mixed. I I've turned on Ramona emotionally. I'm no longer finding Ramona that fun. However, oh. I love Dorinda. Love, love, love. Dorinda's I'm, great. I love Dorinda. Biggest surprise of the season, Tinsley. I'm fucking loving Tinsley this season. Into Tinsley. I'm into Leah. I'm I'm into Leah, even though Leah like totally is just like here for the show. You know what I mean? But Dorinda's interviews are just are just pieces. They're just art. When Leah's talking to Sonia or Ramona, it's like she's talking to her mom. Like it's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. I don't feel like in an age way, just the dynamic. Below deck sailing yacht has been pretty good. I'm ready for it to end, much like the crew. But like I'm, there, you know, it's 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 bridged for me. And something happened to me. My wife has always been like a keeping up with the Kardashians, and I've just never done it. Mm-hmm. Right? I just never like sat down and watched a full episode. But I've watched the last few, oh, and wow. it's really good. It's like I get the appeal. It's really good lava lamp television. Oh, like there's something about Vanderpump Rules. There's something about Vanderpump Rules where you're like, is this real? Is this not real? Like. Wait a second. How how produced is this? Is it like? But there's none of that with the Kardashians because it's like it's a it's like a scripted show, you know? Yeah. But it's just so dumb and vapid and just like easy. Like it's just easy to watch. And maybe it's the quarantine vibes, which is like everything's so heavy and serious that it's just like I'm just gonna watch this and I actually enjoy it more now than I ever have in the last like eight years they've been on. Um, I've never watched. Actually, I've watched one full episode. That's it. Should I give it a shot? I generally hate them, but I'm open to it. Yeah, it's it's a nice. I mean, you know, it's it's like you're locked in your house. You can't go out. You can't go to restaurants. Like it's things have changed, and maybe, and I think that this might be like like the way that the world has changed around me has changed the way that I look at that television program. So that is my suggestion. Have you watched Too Hot to Handle? No, because everyone that suggests it is like it's not good, but like yeah, watch it. Everybody says the same thing. That's what I was going to say. But like, the, it's majorly successful. These people have so many Instagram followers now. They have like 3 million. Wow. It's crazy. I'm going to take a picture of my butt and put it on my Instagram account. That's yeah, how you that'll get, get it. you so many followers. That's yeah. how you get it. I'm going to do that. Just your, your fat ass. <laughs> yeah, just my butt. Um, <laughs> and I, want, I want Brett to shake it in slow-mo. <laughs> that was so good. Immediately, I, Joey and I just turned on the video. Oh my God. I uh, I want to say on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, I'm loving the addition of Garcelle and I'm just mm. in it to see how the Denise stuff plays out. So into yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. The Denise it's, stuff is insane. It's, it's insane. so juicy. All right, Jacobs. All right, listener. Thanks so much for coming on this podcast with us. We will be back next week. 